So the three of you who listen to this podcast regularly, <laughs> or maybe two and a half, maybe one, I'm uh, I'm guessing that it's probably just me, mostly just me. But there are enough people inside of my head that uh, that's at least five. Okay. Anyway, you'll know the people that have listened, is that I keep going back to Utah because why? Well, my parents are getting old. Very old. And I just got a phone call a couple, about an hour ago that my mother had a stroke today. Um, nuts, right? She, uh, luckily, she knew she was having a stroke she was able to walk out to her backyard, wave her arms, and get a neighbor. The ambulance took her to the hospital. Her face was droopy. She couldn't, still can't speak, but her smile is coming back. She's able to write, and she wasn't able to write when she first got to the hospital. So who knows what's going to happen. I have other friends that have had strokes, and they've recovered to varying degrees. Um, but yeah, shit, man. And you know what's interesting is I was planning on doing a podcast just last week after I um, had a long visit with my mom. In fact, I started doing it, but then I stopped because what happened was we had a like a uh, a three-hour conversation in which she, for the first time in many years, <laughs> and maybe even me, realized we have a lot in common, you know? We had there was about twenty years there where my mom and I didn't talk. She pretty much disowned me when I left the Mormon Church. I mean, she she would beg to differ, and that was our most recent argument: is who started it? You know, me leaving the church and my demand that she accept it, and you know, and anyway, we had this long conversation because recently my mom. First of all, let me tell you something. I told her in this conversation that she's more like a hippie. She's a really conservative Mormon woman. But the person the people she has most in common with are the libertarian hippies I know. You know, the ones who organic everything. They hate Monsanto. Um they grow their own food. They don't use uh uh no way would she have a diet drink with aspartamine in it. If that is that how you say it? Um, grows her own garden, makes her own things out of herbs, organic only. She uh, is so hippie about everything, you know. And I've told her this over the years. I say, Mom, your people, you are a hippie. You don't know this, but you are a hippie. And she laughs, you know. She wants to resist that, but then we finally were able to break through because now that marijuana is becoming legal little background on my mom is that uh, she was born with all kinds of problems. Uh, a curved spine, polio, she was born blind. Um, she's kind of like a miracle baby. No, most people that know her would never know that she had all these types of uh, conditions. So her curved spine has led her to have pain her entire life. She's always been in pain, you know. We were her kids were her little doctors and nurses. We used to walk on her back and massage her back and she was always in pain. It sucked. But you know, from the outside point of view, when you're a kid, you're just like, Oh, 
how much of this can I deal with? You know, we're selfish little brats, you know. And you can't feel somebody else's pain. You can see it. But also there's this terrible thing where you kind of maybe doubt it, you know. Um, or don't want to be bothered by it. That's a terrible admission to make, but it's true, you know. Anyway, so finally, as I've been kind of pushing on her to try, it's like, Mom, you may as well give this medical marijuana a shot, right? And so we had this big, long conversation. She finally did. She found a legal source and a way to do it, and she's been trying this marijuana, and um, certain ways didn't work, and other ways did work. But we had, in this conversation, we had finally had a conversation about how she accidentally got stoned you know and she didn't want to laugh about it and she didn't want to treat it as being funny because she still got that conservative uh side to her but she found a way to do it you know and i was basically we were able to talk about it i'm like yeah it made it easier to talk about it because i personally don't like marijuana it doesn't work for me. It, it doesn't add any benefit to my life. There's a few times that it has, you know, listening to music, for example, um, uh, with good, trusted friends. But otherwise, it just makes me confused, you know, and, and or paranoid. And those are related. And I have no interest in being confused or paranoid, you know. So we had this a conversation about the effects of pot because now suddenly my mom who has really, over the years, really resented me even being, uh, even saying anything positive about pot at all, suddenly she's the one, she's basically in the last six months has done more research than I've ever done on pot. I've got more on the ground uh, knowledge about it, you know, because of just where I live and the people that I know who grow pot and everything, but she's really dug in and done some research, and now she's trying all these different versions to try to manage her pain, and some of it's working. So that that conversation just there, suddenly her curiosity, because now she had done it, this was the first conversation I really ever had with my mom where I felt the door was cracked open. Do you know? The door to being able to talk about unspeakable things like, you know, the pharmaceutical industry. Suddenly she's coming around. She's starting to see what a scam most of it is, you know. And now that she's tried pot, she now she's able to compare it with other... She's taken every other drug in the book and is allergic to most of it. You know what I mean? Like, you name a drug, and my mom has been on it in some time in her life. Um, and not in an addicted way, but in a way to manage her pain, you know? So so now she's able to see, and boy, talk about taking the red pill. I mean, not that she needed to, because she's already kind of a conservative, and there's a certain red pilliness about that anyway. But we had a long conversation about pot, and that led to a long conversation about different things in politics and we really did you know um for the first time in my life i saw her eyeballs paying attention you know and all of a sudden because she had this experience with pot and it lined up with things that i had said before and things that she had resisted suddenly the door was cracked open you know and this was just what was it four or five days ago right before i left utah it was on Saturday, Saturday, and now today she's had a stroke, and who knows if she'll ever be able to talk again, 
you know. She'll be able to, I think so. I mean, her. I called and I, I on speakerphone, um, told her that this was probably a blessing from Jesus. So now she can't talk and there's going to be no more arguments out of her. Now she has to listen to me. <laughs> and she laughed, you know. And apparently her smile worked on both sides of her face, which was good. Um... So that's good news, and hopefully all that stuff comes back. But boy, I can't help but um, I can't help but feel like I want to just tell everybody to do what you can, you know, to find those weird barriers in your life that keep you from connecting with family members, you know, and. Even if it's painful, you know, just kind of step over them. Find a way to work them out, you know, because we're all living on borrowed time. You never know when you're just going to get a headache and suddenly end up with a stroke or worse, you know. This little trip we got through life is every second is a goddamn motherfucking miracle. And it's not in a religious sense and I'm not going to pummel you over the head again with the mathematics about all this stuff but man is it ever fragile life is so fragile I mean a little blood clot little tiny blood clot you know it's like a little scab it's just a little bit of clot, travels through your little veins, goes through all these little tunnels, works its way up your neck and through little things, hits yourself, oh, clogged in the brain, suddenly you can't talk, you can't walk. Motherfucking shit. Can you believe that shit? Little tiny blood clot in the wrong place at the wrong time can really screw up your day, you know, and your life. And all the people who care about you come around again. And it gets weird. Maybe good. Maybe just weird. I mean, because I'm going to probably just head back to Utah tonight. Why not? Right? So, yeah. Is there a lesson here? Am I preaching to you? I've decided that I'm just... I've decided that I've just embraced my inner preacher. It It hasn't gone away. You know, so at a certain point, you just kind of go, hey, this is who I am, and fuck it, nobody likes it, great. What do I got to do, you know? I'm just going to just gonna carry on. But, so, yeah, if you've got, if you've got um, unresolved issues with family members, you know, find a way, just keep at it. Figure out how to crack that door open. Or don't. I don't know. Do what you want. I'm glad I had that conversation on Saturday. I'm not trying to make this seem like an end-all, you know, some kind of eulogy. That's it's not what I'm doing. I think she'll be just fine. But who knows if she'll be able to, to talk and communicate the way uh, we communicated on Saturday. You know? It really was. I mean, I'm not I'm not just making this up. It was like the first conversation in probably 
maybe my entire life. Let's be honest, you know, because before, no, you just don't talk about this. You just don't talk about that. I think this was the first conversation on Saturday that it was just two adults in a room talking freely. You know, she let down the judgmental guard. And I think it was because, let's be honest, pot. You know? It's weird, man. That's why I think everybody should smoke pot at least once. Do mushrooms at least once. If for no other reason than to know, to be able to know who has been lying to you. Talk about being red-pilled, man. First time, you know, you grow up being taught that, oh no, drugs are bad, drugs are wrong, just say no, just say no, just say no. And for the most part, it's probably good advice. If you open your eyes, not taking heroin, probably not a bad move, you know? Not smoking crack, probably not a bad move. Not doing meth, probably not a bad move. You know, those ones have obvious things, but when when you're talking about mushrooms and Psychosyllabins. Is that how you say it? That's not how you say it. Mushrooms. You know. Once you've taken those, you realize, oh yeah, they lied to me about all that stuff. They overdid it for sure. The only thing in that conversation with my mom on Saturday is she still kind of maintained, well, I can see how it would be a gateway drug. But that immediately went into, yeah, but gateways are everywhere. If you're if you're set up for gateways, you're going to take anything any everything's a gateway life is a gateway to bad behavior when you're prone to bad behavior or, or addiction but if you're not you know and you can test that in other ways you know can you stop eating potato chips before the entire bag is finished and do you eat them every single day if you can stop, you probably don't have an addictive personality. You're probably going to be fine. But that is a sidetrack. Not really. Actually, no, it's not. Because if anything, I feel like my mom and many others, she would disagree with this, but I feel like a lot of people get addicted to purity, addicted to religion, addicted to doctrine, addicted to dogma. Addicted to the safety, addicted to getting good grades, you know, of being seen favorably in the eyes of the Lord. That can be an addiction. And lo and behold, maybe she's right. Maybe pot was the gateway to cracking the door open, you know, to the tree of knowledge. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, bad news, bad news, forbidden fruit. I'm making jokes. My mom's in the hospital. Don't judge me. That's what I can cope the way I want to cope. You don't think I can cope this way? Well, go ahead and fuck yourself. As you normally do. So, you know what? Um, I never wanted this podcast to be a personal journal about my life. And about my feelings and about my problems, but what the fuck else should it be? You know what I mean? You guys are all you guys understand this stuff. 
Most of you have been through this, and if you haven't, you will. We ain't so different, you and me, whoever you are, stranger. You might look at me or my mom. You might look at a Republican. You might look at a Democrat. You might look at a communist. You might look at them and think, ah, ain't nothing like them. But man, when you're in a hospital bed, and that little clot clogs up your little brain, or hell, even if you stub your stub your toe, suddenly you're like, ah, we ain't that different. <laughs> Everybody's got pain. Everybody's got joy. Anyway, that's the end of my sermon. Thanks for listening.